Welcome to the Money GPS. You came here for the truth, so let me unveil that for you. It's big, it's huge, it's the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. That's what we'll talk about today. The first thing, in fact, we'll look at what's happening with the latest meeting that came out. I'll give you the basic details, but you need to know why the markets reacted in the way that they did. I also want to look at some very telling quotes from Jerome Powell himself. I'll give you all the information you need to know to be informed. Let's begin right here. When you come to the Money GPS, you get the information directly from the source itself. This happens to be the federalreserve.gov. And what we're talking about here is the FOMC statement. So all the time, this is how it works. 2 p.m., they release their statement. This comes out. The market digests it. The analysts are talking about it in CNBC and Bloomberg. They start putting out their articles. At 2.30 p.m., you have the Fed chair come out and they make their prepared speech. After the prepared speech, they take questions from the reporters. The reporters generally throw a lot of softball questions and that's it. They uh, you know wrap up. This right now just shows us exactly what we had expected. I posted about this on my you know the blog slash community section of the channel. I put it on Twitter. I've been talking about it in the videos recently. 50 basis points is coming. I saw the repeated no, 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 it's not coming, but here we are. So you have a couple rate hikes at this time. This is why they threw out the 75 basis points talk. I showed you in that video. Oh, we're, maybe we'll do 75. Maybe 75 is on the table. Maybe, maybe, maybe so that they can bring in 50 and then it would seem not so bad. Okay, this is what they did. They prepared the market for it. Okay, so right here, Fed funds rate is now at the three quarter to one percent. So 0.75 to one percent. This already, already is considered to be tight, not in realistic terms, not in terms, you know, to get inflation down, not at all, but it is tight in comparison to what the market has been used to. It's been zero and in many ways actually negative. But we will see where they're actually able to get this to. I'll talk more about that in just a second, okay? So essentially they are going to also reduce their holdings of treasury securities and mortgage-backed securities. This is all happening right now. The actual reductions will begin on June 1st, so less than one month away. Okay, the balance sheet as of this recording, it's at $9 trillion. Then they basically have been flatlining approximately, depending on the maturities of the different holdings and so on. Approximately flat, and now they're going to start to bring that down. Let's talk about that. You could see plans for reducing the size of the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. This was also posted at 2 p.m. And by the way, I don't like reading CNBC articles or Bloomberg articles or any of these other things when we're talking about this information because they're going to just crop out and you're going to say to yourself, yeah, that's all I need to know. What's the interest rate going to be at? No, no, you want to know those, those little nuances and details, okay? For the Treasury securities, the cap will initially be set at $30 billion per month, and after three months, it will increase to $60 billion per month. For mortgage-backed securities and agency debt, the cap will be at $17.5 billion and then $35 billion. So they're going to do this at a very slow pace to begin with to make sure that the market is going to react well to it. This is the amount that they are allowing to basically roll off the balance sheet. Starting slow, 
going a little bit faster. And then they basically give us this information, the 50 basis points at the next two meetings, as well as this. So, you know, we're talking about super slow yet again. They want to do this, of course. They don't want to spook the markets. Now, let's move on. Powell vows to curb inflation with hikes that risk economic pain. Fed chief sets aggressive path, stops short of drastic action, expresses confidence. Rate hikes won't induce a recession. Yes, that's right, of course, obviously. I'm sure we all believe him very, very much. They, of course, saying that to curb surging inflation, acknowledging this would cause some pain as the U.S. central bank deployed its most powerful tightening policy in decades okay inflation is much too high and we understand the hardship yes the multi-millionaire jerome powell understands the hardship that inflation is causing we're moving to bring it down i mean come on come on really please okay anyway there are a few more quotes but i like to get it into the pieces that i think are most important number one the federal reserve specifically quoting uh jerome powell had stated 75 basis points off the table and what happened with the markets when this information came out and i'll show you the exact quote in a second look at that can you see these green candles can you see that markets have been dipping down so this is the s p 500 and next one's the dow jones you can look at that actually it's a little even more aggressive but we saw this big dip in this period here starting from approximately march 29th dipping down to its bottom on may 2nd and then you look at this massive green candle the dow jones was up 932 points on the day the nasdaq was up 3.19 percent so percentage points when you look at it, uh, quite significant all the way around, okay? Markets love the fact that they didn't, not only did they not get a 50, uh, sorry, 75 basis points at this meeting, 75 for the other meetings, off the table, okay? That is really important. But it, you know, just shows you this is the Taylor rule. And basically the Taylor rule is there to um, try to tell us if, we wanted a neutral rate, neutral rate. Where would the Fed funds rate have to be at? And that is 11.65%. So I would say they're a little bit shy of that today. RBI repo rate, India Central Bank hikes interest rates after two years. So while this was being anticipated to happen, and I believe a subscriber told me about this initially, <clears throat> but... So the Federal Reserve meeting is coming up. We're going to get a 50 basis points. And then suddenly India Central Bank comes out and says, oh, by the way, uh, we're just doing the surprise interest rate hike. So the reason I show you this is because it highlights, it highlights precisely what is going on. A global rate hike that's happening globally for the most part. I mean, there's always going to be outliers. China looks to be going in the opposite direction and so on. But you can see that this is happening all around the world. Now, why? Now, this is one of the biggest factors. This is the bulls to bear ratio 
you could see this measured in many different ways. I talked about it um, showing you uh, what was happening in the markets a moment ago. Here, back in March of 09, when the S&P hit, what was it, everybody? You remember? 666. Yes, that's right. And then back in the 90s, saw the same thing. And what does this mean? Well, essentially just showing us the level of optimism or pessimism. That's all. And we achieved some serious pessimism, at least in the short term. This is always fluctuating, as you can see, up and down. But to get to these levels takes some serious effort. And that's why. Because the pessimism was, and this is all based on technical analysis. This is based on what we see, you know, the numbers deep in the system. It showed us that we were seeing significant drawdown over these over this period of time, okay? And the markets were anticipating the Federal Reserve's meeting. That's why over the past couple of days, you know, the markets are kind of iffy. Well, let's see what we'll get. And then the turnaround. The markets turned around because the markets got what they wanted. They got a 50 basis point hike, not a 75 basis point hike. And they wanted to know that the Federal Reserve wouldn't be too aggressive, meaning we still have some time here. And so the markets have much more room to go up. Does that mean it's going to go up? No, I have no idea. I can't predict the future. But we can see that we went from a state of extreme bearishness based on several indicators to now what could be seen as a little bit of breathing room here over the next while. Of course, long-term increasing interest rates is definitely not good for stocks. That's a fact. Now let's get into this deeper. I wanted to show you what Jerome Powell actually said. Quotes from Jerome Powell himself. And then you could see for yourself. Our tools don't really work on supply shocks. Our tools work on demand. And to the extent we can't really affect oil prices or other commodity prices or food prices and things like that. So we can't affect those. So Jerome Powell is saying that printing money and reducing interest rates to rock bottom does not impact oil, commodities, food prices. What do you think? Does it have an indirect effect or a direct effect or no effect at all? Let me know in the comments below. And while you're there, hit that thumbs up button to support the channel, okay? Don't forget about that. Fed rate uh, raises rates by half a percent point and the biggest hike in two decades, I forgot to mention that on this video. I've done that before. In the year 2000, they, they did this, 50 basis points. This is something here that I just want to show you the exact quote. 75 basis points, quote, is not something the committee is actively considering. So they sit down at these meetings here and they basically say, okay, what do you think? What do you think? They do the little dot plot, which essentially shows us where they expect each of the participants expect the interest rates to be at in the, in the future and so on. Quote is not something they are actively considering. So I'm sure it was brought up at the table, but this is where we're at today. And actually, I thought it was hilarious. Do you think the Fed, had, this is a question proposed to Jerome Powell. 
Do you think the Fed has a credibility problem? <laughs> Which is, a, it's a silly question to ask because you know the, the response. And Powell said, no, I don't. Okay, so I just wanted to bring that to you because I thought it was quite funny. Um, the, the, the questions that they throw at these people, it's just, why, why'd you bother with that? I mean, it's funny. It gives it gives me a laugh, but we could be, really be asking much more important questions. Gary Cohn the, says that Powell gave the market the policy transparency it wanted, and that is absolutely the factor here, the most important factor. Jerome Powell drove it right down the middle of the road, perfectly meeting the market's expectations. That's right. The market has been trained to have transparency, and we got transparency. Okay, this is the key. This is what we need to understand. In the way that the market reacted, it was completely expected. SMP percentage change on a Fed rate hike day. You don't see this too often. Okay, that is 1979, by the way. The last time we saw the market move up this high on a Fed rate hike day, 1979. Now, before we finish off this one, I wanted to show you this. My friend and yours, Kathy Wood, had this to say, and Elon Musk got involved on the tweet exchange. And believe it or not, I agree with Musk on this. Uh, you'll see what, I, what I'm talking about. Passive funds prevented many investors from enjoying a 400-fold appreciation in Tesla. From a $1.6 billion market cap at IPO to a $650 billion when it entered the S&P 500 10 years later. And then Elon Musk chimes in. Exactly. Right before he died, Jack Bogle of Vanguard fame said index and passive funds were too great a percentage of the market, and he really knew it what he was talking about. There should be a shift back towards active investment. Passive has gone too far. I actually do agree with this. So, I mean, I've talked about the situation with Jack Bogle before. I've mentioned that before. But I like the fact that it's being brought up because people pay attention to Elon Musk. That's why I like this. Because you're going to have people who don't know anything about this. And suddenly they heard about it because Elon Musk talked about it. So that's why I like that. Okay. Um, and it is a concern when you have too much of the market being concentrated in too few hands. Just like power we see when they get into too few hands. It unfortunately doesn't work out so well over the long term. If you found this video informative, hit that thumbs up button. What do you think of the Fed? What do you think of their actions? Did you expect it? I know that it was intense, to say the least, to see the market just, just rocketing higher. I was watching that a little bit, and it was something to behold. If you're not a subscriber already, you got to click down there. Let me hit it for you. Where is it? Where is it? Hit that subscribe button. And you will be notified of my next video, which comes up every single day. I'll see you on the next one. Take care.